Ever wonder what's better, a 50-50 relationship or a traditional relationship? Which one of these is better and what are the pros and cons of each one? In today's video, I'm gonna talk about 50-50 relationships and the traditional relationships. Let's get to it. There's a whole arena of people battling of which relationship type is better. 50-50 is the best. Traditional is the best. Why would you want to be in a relationship with a man if he's not providing for you? Why would you want to be controlled by a man when he can control everything? Yes, I get it. There are a lot of different arguments here. So let me make sense of this for you. 50-50 relationships. Let's start here. This is the new type of relationship that's been evolving. Because back in the day, it was sex and children for protection and provision. And men were historically always providing for a woman. And the quality of your life as a woman was really determined by the quality of man that you can bring into your life. Financially, emotionally, mentally, physically, all the above. The quality of the man that you could net was really what it was. So women were very much putting themselves out there to acquire high quality men. And it was a bidding game, it was a very competitive game. And women were very much in competition for a guy. And women were very eager to get married and to get in relationships and they valued men to a large degree. Here's what happened then, you had feminism. Feminism came in and feminism really taught women that they could be their own person and this was a wonderful thing. Feminism gave women a lot of independence, a lot of rights and there are different waves of feminism where the first wave was really just getting together and, and really saying that we can do more as women and this was beneficial for everybody but it really started to evolve more so into a toxic trend more so recently where women were then hating on men, saying that men were toxic, saying toxic masculinity was a thing and really saying we don't need a man, I'm independent as he should, period T, don't be with the man unless he pays for things so on and so forth. And so now you have a lot of women that can make their own money and do their own things. And see, this was the dream, the two-person household, where me and you can both make money as husband and wife, where there are 41 types of contraception where we don't have to get pregnant, baby. We could just have fun. We can travel. We can make money. This is the dream come true. But what happened was it actually backfired. Let me explain. The rate of STDs has gone up astronomically, and there's a reason for that. It's because women are now having more sex. Men have always wanted to have sex. Men have always been sex on demand. But women were very conservative. A lot of women did not have sex before marriage. But with third wave feminism, not only did it come with the idea of we can be our own person, but we can have sex with whoever we want. We can sleep around. We can do this and that. And that caused a whole evolution of men not wanting to be in marriages. Also, men were not valued the same way as they were before because when women were making just as much money, if not more than a man, they started to devalue them and say, why do I need you? Why do I want you? Why are you in my house? Why am I spilling bills? Why would I not want a man that's making more than me? See, hypergamy exists. Women will always want a man that's doing better than them. That's why as a woman, you want a man that's taller, stronger, more quick, more intelligent, a leader, guide, or motivator. And this is something that's very normal. It's biologically programmed in women. But now that women have this extreme level of financial independence where they can make a lot of money, this also takes away the idea of a man being in the house and being in the life. Now, this is so wrong because men are needed for just more than just making money. Just because a man doesn't make as much money as you does not take away his value as a man. But in a modern day society where we don't have danger and we don't have threats and we don't have really anything and we can order food to our door if we need and we can watch Netflix movies and binge them anytime we want, we don't need men. Men are not needed in the superficial layer of living. But industry in itself is kept alive by men. Logging, plumbing, carpentry, iron workers, steel workers, all the above. Men still run a lot of things. But in this little bubble of society that we live in, as a woman, you can exist without men. And this is what women wanted. And respectfully, men gave it to them. And so now, 
a woman does not necessarily see a man as valuable. And so the rates of marriage, the communication between partners has gone down substantially. And men are now marrying women from overseas because those women are still in the traditional mindset of being with a man. And a man has the financial stability to really provide for that woman. Let me break this down. Being in a traditional relationship is always advantageous for a man. It is because a woman is more apt to listen to you. If you're paying for things, if you're taking care of things for her, she is now more so psychologically obligated to you because there's a financial dependence that she has on you. That's just the, what it, that's just what it is. And being independent as a woman could theoretically give you a ground to stand on. So these 50-50 relationships became very popular amongst women and being a girl boss became very popular. The problem is when you make more money as a woman, you're going to want a man that does more. And the man that does more is astronomically small in the percentage of what he does and men Men don't care how much money you typically make. Men care about the level of femininity you have. And to make a lot of money in today's world and to be this independent woman, that's in itself adopting a lot of masculine traits because society is still run by men. So if a woman is making on average $50,000 in the United States, she wants a man that makes 36% more income. This leads to her wanting a man that makes $70,000. A male that makes $70,000 that's 5'10 and above, that does not have kids, that's single, that is relatively attractive, is less than 1.5% of the population. Do you see what I'm saying here? It's very, very tough to negotiate for these average men now, these quote unquote average men. But the metric at what we're judging them based off of with average or whatnot is the income. But nowadays, the economy is different where we need a two-person household. The economy is built for a two-person household. So now women are forced to shackle up and settle down with a guy that they feel is not their better, but more so their equivalent. And that's where the disruption really starts. So the 50-50 relationship is really the dream. Honestly, it was the dream. And you can have a lot more independence and you can do a lot more things, but you lose the ability to have a man really be masculine. And, you know, due to the whole toxic masculinity thing, men are more feminine in today's world, unfortunately, and women are naturally more masculine. So you lose that traditional, raw, intense, provisional aspect, that security, that protection. Now, there are situations where you can jump into a traditional relationship, but that also demands a lot of you that you may not be okay with in today's modern culture. Cooking, cleaning, taking care of the household, not working. These are a lot of things that come with a traditional relationship, but a lot of women are not willing to do that just because it's demeaning to them and it doesn't really make sense for them. And sitting at home and raising a household may not make the most sense when you're not necessarily experienced with kids, but I guarantee you when you start to have kids, many women will start to choose the path of traditionalism and wish their husband was more so traditional. So in a grand scheme, I think that traditional relationships actually work a lot better if there are the resources and the, the things line up. If you're a very attractive woman and you have a lot of femininity and you're smart and you have a good head on your shoulders, you can really negotiate for a very high-end traditional relationship where a man will take care of things and you can live life in bliss. And if you're a guy that has a lot going on, you're making good money, you're financially stable, you're disciplined, you're emotionally there, you can really pick a traditional relationship where you can provide for a woman and bring her in and really make sense of it. The traditional relationship is not necessarily reserved for the common class anymore. It's more so reserved for the elite of society. But the 50-50 relationship is how the economy is built and the majority of people should really side and jump into this factor here. And so it really depends on your economic position, what your needs are, what your beliefs are, and what you can negotiate for in the market. If you're a regular girl and you present yourself very well and you know how to have a good conversation, you can really acquire a man that's going to bankroll your life. But if you're not that type of girl, then a lot of times guys are just not going to be willing to do that. And the quality of guy that you're going to get is not willing to just spend that money. You need to be able to negotiate for a 1% to 2% type guy if you're in a traditional relationship. And so this means that you need to be a 1% to 2% type woman. You need to be the diamond in the rough. This is not me saying, oh, all the queens stand up, all the 10 out of 10 stand up. No. 
Most of you are not a 10 out of 10. Most of you are not a queen. Most of you are not even at that level of 1%, 2%, but you feel like you are because society has reinforced it. So get out of your mindset with the delusion and really evaluate yourself and say, if I'm a 1% woman, I should be getting paid for how I look. I should be on modeling catalogs. I should be literally catered to 24 seven. That is the lifestyle of a 1% type woman. But if you're not getting that kind of treatment, you're probably not in that category. And unfortunately, you're probably going to have to settle for a more split relationship, a more 50-50 type relationship. There is nothing wrong with being in a 50-50 type relationship. You can build up and you can grow your finances to a point where your man then takes care of things. But ultimately, at the end of the day, most people want the traditional relationship, but the woman will not have the attractiveness and the femininity to take care of it. And the man will not have the financial resources and the masculinity to be in charge of it. So my advice is to see where you fall in society today. Are you a 1% type individual that can demand the traditional relationship? Are you a 1% type woman that can demand a man that can provide that kind of lifestyle? Really ask yourself this question, and then from there, make a decision for what you want and what makes sense for you. Don't sit here, ironically, and listen to influencers that talk about, oh, you need to get a man that just pays for you. Oh, you need to get a girl that submits and just does whatever you want, because that's just not realistic. That's a very small subset of data, and these people that are talking are very, very financially stable a lot of times, and they're talking about these traditional relationships where, in reality, the majority of people would rather benefit from a 50-50 relationships and are a lot happier and actually get to their goals a lot faster than where they can retire and really grow a lifestyle together. I hope this makes sense. I hope this was beneficial for you. Hit that bell notification to stay on top of all of our videos. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Spotify. If you ever need me, guys, the link to get with me is in the description below. You can always message me on social media. And until next time, sue me out.